Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Utah's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a few clouds and 31 degrees. You've probably noticed it at the pump. Gasoline prices have jumped over the last several weeks. Oil industry analyst Shelby Lundberg tells us how much they've gone up. The average price of regular grade is now three thirty-seven per gallon, thirteen cents higher than two weeks ago, and nineteen cents higher than six weeks ago when the price bottomed back on January five. Lundberg says prices are likely to increase further as crude oil price hikes have not fully hit the market, and the U.S. is currently at the height of the refinery maintenance season. A 51-year-old Wichita man is dead after being struck by a Wichita police patrol vehicle Saturday night. The incident happened just before 8 p.m. in the 1300 block of West MacArthur. The officer was driving eastbound when the vehicle struck the pedestrian who died on the scene. The Kansas Highway Patrol will conduct the investigation. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Highway Patrol has identified the deceased as 51-year-old Jeffrey Moss of Wichita. Two men are in custody as suspects in the fatal shooting of a Wichita woman last week. The shooting occurred Thursday near Harry and George Washington Boulevard. 42-year-old Candace Amack was found deceased in her home from a fatal gunshot wound. Formal charges in the case are pending. Sedgwick County Commissioners are contemplating moving the election office. Election officials say they have outgrown their space in the historic courthouse in downtown Wichita. During Wednesday's meeting, commissioners will discuss approving $4.5 million to purchase a building near 37th and Rock Road. Two Minnesota police officers and a paramedic are dead, and so is a suspect in a domestic violence incident Sunday. Burnsville officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruge, as well as Fire Department paramedic Adam Finseth, died after responding to the domestic violence call. Drew Evans with the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension said many lives were at risk. There were seven young children in the home, uh, ranging from ages 2 to 15. Specifics of the incident are being investigated. Police Chief Tanya Schwartz said of the three responders, They are heroes. The suspect has so far not been identified. Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz has ordered flags fly at half-staff starting at sunrise Monday. Gernal Scott. Fox News. Russians have forced Ukrainian troops to withdraw from his key city as fighting in the region continues. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson is traveling with the president 
in Delaware. Ukraine suffered its worst defeat on the battlefield in months as it was forced to retreat from a key city in the east that once housed 30,000 people. Many lawmakers on Capitol Hill are confident more Ukraine aid will pass. President Biden blamed the loss on Congress. Of course, this comes as Ukraine's counteroffensive failed. The idea that now, if you're running out of ammunition, you walk away, I find it absurd. I find it unethical. I find it just contrary to everything we are as a country. A new Pew Research poll shows 74% of Americans view the war in Ukraine as important to U.S. national interests, with 43% describing it as very important. Ukrainian President Zelensky has been pleading with allies for more aid to help his people defend themselves. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. 6.08 now and 31 degrees. The Kansas City Chiefs have partnered with the United Way to support the survivors from the parade shooting. They've launched hashtag KC Strong. The Chiefs Hunt Foundation, along with the NFL, have donated $200,000. The money will go to support the victims, their families, first responders, violence prevention, and mental health programs. Israeli forces are threatening to take out further action against Hamas forces inside Gaza. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. We're getting a better idea of when Israel's military could launch its ground operations in Gaza's crowded Rafah city. An Israeli war cabinet member is threatening the military invasion will happen by March 10th unless Hamas frees its remaining hostages. March 10th marks the start of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. This is the first time Israel has said when its troops might enter the city. Global opposition is growing to such an attack. Ceasefire negotiations between Israel and Hamas remain deadlocked. A man is suing McDonald's following a near-death experience. Charles Olson says he has a severe milk allergy and no longer trusts McDonald's. Olson says he told him to hold the cheese on his Big Mac, but a slice of cheese appeared on it anyway, unbeknownst to him, and it almost killed him. Olson went into an anaphylaxis reaction after taking one bite. He was rushed to a hospital and thought he might not make it. His lawyer says restaurants need to better listen to their customers, warning food allergies are a life and death issue. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. Right now in traffic, uh, things are looking pretty good. We're not really seeing too many big problems, of course, uh, right now. <laughs> traffic volume is still fairly light, although starting to pick up out there. And in case they get any heavier, we do have a stalled-out vehicle, so you'll want to watch for a potential slowdown. This is westbound on Kellogg, right around Seneca. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky and cool this morning, it'll be sunny and a bit breezy today. Temperatures reaching the low 50s by noontime, 57 for the high later on this afternoon. Clear this evening, Arlo 34, then sunshine and warmer on Tuesday with a high 68. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And now we have a few clouds, south wind at 10 miles per hour and 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted of the morning, February 19th, 2024. It was on this date in 1942 during World War II. President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed Executive Order 9066, 
9066, which paved the way for the relocation and internment of people of Japanese ancestry, including U.S.-born citizens. On the state in 1976, President Gerald R. Ford, calling the issuing of the internment order for people of Japanese ancestry in 1942, a sad day in American history, signed a proclamation formally confirming its termination. Now, and it really is an ugly day in American history. Today is, uh, as I said, Monday the 19th. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature, 54 degrees. Normal high for the date is 50. It is President's Day. It is a federal holiday. Many of you uh, are not at work this morning, and many of you are going to work this morning. Some people are getting a three-day weekend. Some are not. That's just the way it works out. But uh, many of your local government offices are closed, and uh, there will be no regular postal delivery today. However, there will be some if it's an emergency. Officials say a science experiment gone wrong at a Tennessee elementary school sent 18 students and a teacher to a hospital. Sumner County Schools said in a statement that third graders at Venus Stewart Elementary in Gallatin were conducting science experiments Friday with an outside presenter. Several said they began feeling sick after an experiment with dry ice. Sumner County Schools Director Scott Langford said several children became nauseated and school administrators called emergency responders who took the group as a precaution, took them to the hospital. School statement said everyone was in good condition now, and Langford said they were all released later in the day. What is that? What is dry ice, Jed? Dry ice is frozen carbon dioxide. Frozen carbon dioxide. Yeah. It always seemed kind of creepy to me. Like, <laughs> I don't want to breathe this stuff. Well, it, it one of the more interesting things is, yeah. is it, it goes from a solid, all, you know, basically straight to a gas. It sublimates, so... You don't ever really see it turn into a liquid first, for the most part. It just kind of, I don't know. It's cool. It makes smoke. It's, it does. It makes yeah. a lot of smoke. It's fun. But uh, yeah. But you got to be careful with it. You really do. Absolutely. As, as evidenced by that story. Yeah. Former President Trump is looking to rival the great Michael Jordan and Phil Knight, announcing on Saturday a signature sneaker priced at $400. The Never Surrender sneakers were launched at Philadelphia's Sneaker Con. There's a Sneaker Con event Saturday as the former president looked to dip his toes into the sneaker market. More information on that at knssradio.com. There may be be a point where you can order a pair for 400 bucks. Uh, I saw them on TV. Um, I don't know how to, to put it any more. My feeling is they're butt ugly. I mean, <laughs> they look like they're they're po- like they're uh, painted gold, like uh, you know that model who had Goldfinger killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you. And obviously, they've never been on any athlete's foot or anything. But I guess that's not the point um, for these this quote sneaker market. All all I know is a that's kind of a garish color for a shoe. And B, if I ever spend that much money on a shoe, uh, you know, I will have had to. I don't. I don't play the lottery, but I will have had to have to have won the lottery or something lot to make extra. to make money just worthless. The only people that would buy a shoe for four hundred dollars are people who just have zero concept of what money is to most people. They're collecting them. Yeah. Uh, and and the word sneaker, you know, when I was growing up, a sneaker made it a little. 
uh, you know, a little tennis shoe that's a kind of a slipper on that uh, you could sneak around in. What they're what they're putting the, these labels on? It's not sneakers. Those are look like the old Converse All Star basketball shoes mm. that we used to wear. <laughs> they're nothing sneaky about them. They make a lot of noise. All right, sneakers. The Trump sneaker, but there'd be a lot of people, you know, folks who uh, who are crazy about Donald Trump will probably oh, sure. get yeah. some, and and uh, you know, people may have a, a whole closet full of them. I, I visited my grandson Reese in his new house down in Hayesville over the weekend, and he has quite a collection of quote sneakers. They yep. go about four little racks high, about waist high, and he just collects them. And he's got a pair of sneakers, a pair of tennis shoes there that I bought him. At uh, at Town West Square about ten years ago, still got them. I said, "Hey, I said those are <laughs> sneakers. I, those are the shoes I bought for you." He said, "Yep, still got them, Papa." Neat. So, good for him. All right, it's uh, coming up on six seventeen now. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Ted Woodward is off for the holiday for President's Day, and filling in this morning on the sports desk is Jed Chambers. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the Shocker men's road woes continue. Shockers losing at Charlotte yesterday, 72-61, to their ninth straight road loss. Wichita State never led after Charlotte scored the first seven points of the game. The Shockers returned home to host Tulsa on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Shocker women fared much better Saturday. They defeated Tulsa 74-65 to at Charles Koch Arena. Wichita State senior DJ McCarty put up a career-high 26 points in that home win. The Shockers... Get a whole week of rest. <laughs> well, probably like that The uh, uh, before traveling to North Carolina to take on Charlotte, and that'll be on Saturday, February 24th at 3 p.m. A good opening weekend for Shocker Baseball. Really good on the road in Arkansas facing Little Rock. They kicked off the weekend with an 18-5 win on Friday, clinched a series win with a 14-0 shutout of the Trojans, then they did lose. They just got edged out 5-4 to four on Sunday as Little Rock did manage to avoid the sweep. Shockers back in action next Friday at the Jacks College Baseball Classic. Uh, let me tell you, that last weekend, it, it wasn't all offense, even though the, the runs were plentiful for the Shockers. Uh, you heard the call this uh, over on uh, KFH. Denning Gehrig with the call. 3-1. Fly ball in the air to right center field. Well struck. Rogers is going back to the alleyway. Rogers dives and makes an incredible catch. The runner will tag from third and score, but Jordan Rogers just saved at least two runs with a tremendous catch in deep right center field. Shockers back in action again. That's uh, next Friday at the Jacks College ba- uh, Baseball Classic in Florida. First game of the tournament. Against Virginia, that's scheduled for 1 p.m. on Friday. Uh, that weekend, they will also face Auburn and Iowa, uh, are also part of that uh, tournament. Shocker coaches shows tonight over on KFH. They start with uh, baseball and Shocker head coach Brian Green at 5 o'clock. And the women's basketball uh, head coach Terry Nooner at 6. And men's basketball coach Paul Mills at 7. Also in college basketball, the K-State men are in action tonight. Big 12, Big Monday. Coverage will begin at 8 o'clock over on KFH. The Wildcats on the road in Austin facing the Longhorns. The Wichita Thunder returned home Sunday afternoon. They got a 5-2 victory over Tulsa at Interest Bank Arena. A good night for goaltender Trevor Gorsuch. Very busy. He stopped 45 shots. 
Five Thunder players with multiple points, including uh, Jason Panillo, who wound up with the Gordie Howe hat trick, a goal, an assist, and a fight. <laughs> Jason Jason Panillo does it all. Wichita begins a four-game road swing, and that starts on Wednesday night in Iowa. NASCAR moved the Daytona 500 race to today due to heavy rainfall. Fox's weather correspondent Brandy Campbell uh, reporting here. NASCAR decided to officially postpone the Daytona 500 to Monday at 4 because of weather. This all due to the cars being unable to drive on Daytona's wet track. It's the third time in history the race has been moved to a Monday following those in 2012 and 2020. The news comes after the Saturday Xfinity Series race was moved to Monday as well, marking this the first doubleheader on a Monday for the Daytona 500. NASCAR also canceled activations and Q&A sessions within the fan zone and the those happening in front of the stadium. The forecast is expected to be much better today. We got men's and women's tennis. WSU, the Wichita State women's tennis team, getting a 6-1 to victory Sunday morning. And it was at Wichita Country Club in their first ever matchup against Fordham. The Shockers improved to 6-4 and on the season. They got their third victory in the last four matches. Shockers get some time off before returning back to the court next match. For the Shockers is March 8th at home against Abilene Christian. Shocker men's tennis team fell at home, falling to UTSA Sunday afternoon at Genesis Health Club's 4-2. The Shocker men return to action next week when they travel to Des Moines, Iowa, to face Drake on Friday. And that sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 721 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. The danger of too much stress. That's on the way, along with traffic and weather, with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. 6.30 here on this Monday morning, 31 degrees. The new year has brought a surge in prices at the pump. Oil industry analyst Joey Lundberg says the new national average of $3.37 is 13 cents higher than two weeks ago. She expects the price to go up more. We will probably see further increases from here, maybe not as great as what we just saw, because oil price hikes have not fully been passed through, and we're at the height of the refining maintenance season here in the U.S. Cheyenne, Wyoming has the lowest average price at $2.80 a gallon. While Los Angeles has the highest at 474. A full agenda is in front of the Wichita City Council Tuesday. The council will discuss their 2024 lawn care rebate program, which would reimburse Wichitans up to $100 uh, for eligible new electric or battery powered lawn equipment to replace their old gas powered units. The council will also go over plans to install new signage at several city parks and rec centers. Improvements to a tennis court and an athletic field are in the works, along with other enhancements to city park facilities. Former Chief Patrol Agent of the Border Patrol, Chris Clem, shares his thoughts on budget border security with KNSS News. With uh, close to a million arrests already this fiscal year, with uh, over one and a half million gotaways the last few years, yeah, I'm saying it's uh, not as secure as it used to be, and it's certainly not uh, not as closed as some would like uh, like us to uh, to believe. 
Clem was a guest on the John Whitmer Show Sunday night on KNSS. Car makers are turning against electric vehicles. It's Fox Wheels. U.S. automakers continue to pull back on electric vehicle production, with more and more consumers avoiding them, despite President Biden's EV mandate. EVs represent only about 7% of new car sales. The government is demanding 50% by 2030. They won't make the target, and if they don't, then the car companies are going to get fined and they have to buy credits, and they'll pay for it by raising the price on the cars that we like to buy. Heritage Foundation economist Dana Furcott-Roth on Fox Business saying a void of electric vehicles could also open the door to cheaper Chinese EVs in U.S. markets, crippling auto jobs and presenting a new kind of security risk for Americans. Tesla is the most successful and largest EV manufacturer in the world. Its CEO, Elon Musk, has also said that barring trade barriers, that Chinese automakers would dominate most other car companies across the globe. That's Fox Wheels. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The president of Humankind Ministries here in Wichita, Latasha St. Arnaud, announced Friday that she will be stepping down to focus on her family and other opportunities. She will stay on until June 1st. But uh, when a new president is hoped to be announced, Humankind is conducting a nationwide search to fill that position. KNSS News Time now, 6.03, three minutes past 6 o'clock. And the forecast with uh, KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, quiet start to our morning, sunshine and breezy today. Temperatures reaching the low 50s as we head out to lunch or high this afternoon, 57. Clear and quiet again tonight, Tarlow 34, and a warm-up throughout the middle part of the week with Tuesday's high, 68. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. And now a few clouds, 31 degrees. We have a south wind at 10 miles per hour. On this President's Day, coming up about an hour from now, we'll check in with uh, Mayor, Wichita Mayor Lily Wu. It's yeah. uh, Mondays with the Mayor. We're Steve at 10 in the morning, as always, on Mondays. There you go. And uh, at about 8.10 this morning, a little after 8 o'clock, we're going to have a, a visit with uh, U.S. Senator uh, Roger Marshall. Dr. Roger Marshall will be with us on the Steve and Ted Show this morning. Talk about, we'll talk about the border and foreign aid, the, the big topics that are going on right now. So looking forward to have the this, this senator on with us this morning. As well, so a federal holiday. But it was on this is this is uh, February nineteenth, by the way. Yeah, it's on this date in eighteen oh seven. Former Vice President Aaron Burr, accused of treason, was arrested in the Mississippi Territory, present day Alabama. Burr was acquitted at trial. They didn't. Uh, they didn't get him for that. He apparently yeah. was down in Mexico looking for some people who might back him to take over the government, but uh, it didn't happen. Uh, a Florida man. This is a good one. They generally are. <laughs> a man in Florida offered doctors the operation of a lifetime earlier this month when they extracted 150 living larvae from his nose. Okay. After he showed up at the hospital <laughs> complaining of nosebleeds and severe pain. I also kind of feel something crawling around. Yeah, is yeah, there some kind of problem? KNSSradio.com. A larvae is a yeah. Oh man, is a well. It's a it's a bug before it becomes a bug, I guess, and it's pretty nasty. This uh, guy had 150 of them, 150 of them up his nose. Can you believe that? No, thank that is you. Unreal. All right, uh, let's see. Helen, chef, on this uh, president, say tell you a little bit about George Washington. George, you know, he's a founder. He was a father of our country. He was the first president. He was not. He, 
he was not really easy about the idea of commemorating his life. He was the first leader of the New Republic, not a tyrant. And yet the nation is once again celebrating the first U.S. president today, 292 years after he was born. The meaning of President's Day has changed dramatically over the centuries. At first, the day was uh, often unremarkable and filled with work for Washington itself. Today, his birthday is a bonanza of consumerism and the reason many people get a three-day weekend. Some historians say the holiday has lost all discernible meaning and lacks recognizable traditions. Uh, That is, unless you want to count sales from retailers, they think it's a pretty good deal. So it's a good excuse to have a President's Day sale. A lot of them going on today. And uh, a good many people out there, many of our listeners, are probably taking a day off and going out and doing a little shopping. Yeah. Trying it, to get a bargain out there today. At the moment, it doesn't really look. It, it's interesting because at times the traffic looks a little lighter than it would at this time. And other times it looks pretty heavy. So, I don't know, maybe a little less. Well, the, pre- the president's, uh, President Washington's actual birthday was, is the 22nd. Yeah. And Lincoln's was the 12th, and they kind of sandwiched in between us. Let's put a three-day weekend in here and just honor all of the presidents. So Yeah, why not? President's Day. Mm-hmm. 6.36, Stephen, 10 in the morning, and uh, had a good weekend. Friday night, Shelly and I uh, went to the ball game. The oh, bas- yeah. The basketball game. Carol and Heights were playing, and uh, our granddaughters, of course, our twin granddaughters cheer for Carol. Girls' game uh, was uh, was really good. Carroll's got a great team, so is Heights, and it went into overtime. And it was a good game. Ah, the boys' game was a mm, little lopsided. Heights kind of kind of got got to the Eagles early, and it was kind of, well, it got kind of ugly. So anyway, that was Friday night. Now, let's see, what's this? Saturday night? Saturday evening, Shelly and I uh, went to the Saigon restaurant off Broadway. Had some Vietnamese food. Oh, yeah. And I don't recall that we've ever been there, and I don't recall that I've ever eaten food just exactly like that. Uh, I'm not crazy about it. It was okay. It's different from yeah. your usual meat and potatoes. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Had a good weekend. Yeah. So I got to say my grandkids last night. Mm, yeah. Last night again, we were over to Stacy's house. Watched a movie with with four of my grandkids over there. How about that? That's nice. Spend, spend time with your grandkids. Yeah. 6.30. So, and again, uh, it is President's Day. Ted's, Ted Woodward taking a day off. And uh, he'll be back in tomorrow morning, bright and early. And in the meantime, we got Jad doing sports this morning, and uh, and we'll just muddle right through this uh, as we go forward. And uh, the time is six thirty-eight, and we have the KNSS Commodities Update with Mr. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Jad. Back on Friday, the live cattle and the feeder cattle futures shot to the upside and closed with triple-digit gains. Now, the April live cattle and the March feeders made new highs for the current move. The cash cattle trading volume last week was larger than the previous week, and lean hog futures Friday traded mixed and closed positive. Friday's close saw April live cattle $1.95 higher, $187.55. March feeders 392 higher at 251.02, and April lean hogs up 22 cents at 85.22. Now, only the soybean and soybean meal futures closed positive on Friday. Several of the Chicago and Kansas City wheat, along with corn futures, made new contract lows on Friday. Trading was thin. It was pretty much pre-holiday type volume. The managed money accounts increased their large net short positions at all the grain and soybean complexes. Now, Friday's PPI was stronger than expected 
expected, just like the CPI report was earlier in the week. The grain markets will reopen tonight at 7 p.m. Friday's close saw the March Kansas City wheat down eight and a half cents at 567 and a quarter. March corn down a penny and a half at 416 and a half. March soybeans down 10 cents at 117. 1172 and a quarter. Now we do have trading this morning. April crude oil 16 cents lower at 78.30. April gold down five dollars and ten cents at 2029.20. The March S&P down two and a half points at 5022 and a quarter. March dollar index six cents lower at 104.12. And March Dow Jones futures are 37 points higher at 38,734. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six. Go to Tom. We missed you last Friday, Tom. You were on the road giving a speech someplace, right? That's right. I was up in Manhattan talking to a convention of uh, farm wives. Farm wives. and uh, how Maybe I shouldn't use the word wives. Maybe I should just say farm ladies. Or farm spouses. Yes. Yes. That'd be okay. So what do they have to say? Do they uh, give you a hard time or do they be very nice to you? Oh, that was very nice. Very nice. Great group to speak to. Had some questions. Uh, it was um, a very fun experience up there. Okay. I was a. Uh, I had to drive in a little bit of snow to get there. Oh, did you? We got north of Council Grove Friday morning. It was snow packed all the way in Manhattan. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so you got there, but you got there without swerving off the highway. You, know? you bet. All right. Well, and I noticed out on the west side, I was going out to my daughter's house last evening, yesterday afternoon. I noticed a field out there that's it's starting to turn green. Is that uh, that little wheat coming up now? Is that what that is? Well, the wheat's already up. It is just some of it's starting to show more green than it had earlier in the season here. I, I got you. But that's what you're probably seeing green. Yeah, it's green. It's not, uh, it's not clover. Okay. No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, Tom, thank you. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities with our commodities update this morning. It's uh, 641, Stephen Ted. And we've got uh, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, coming up. Going to talk about the latest talk in health care in retirement. What's going on there? That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Stephen. 10 in the morning, KNSS 646 here on this Monday. Three big things. 51-year-old man dead after police car runs over a pedestrian in South Wichita. Two. Two police officers and a paramedic shot dead during a domestic violence call in Minnesota. The shooter is also dead. One. Gasoline prices surge nationwide. 
up 13 cents a gallon the past two weeks. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. The traffic volumes in the Wichita area this morning. Now those traffic volumes are uh, starting to pick up, starting to see some heavier traffic on the roadways. Uh, Continue to watch out for uh, the potential for a slowdown. This is westbound on Kellogg uh, right there at Seneca. We've got the report of a stalled-out vehicle. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, now with two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com, Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Clear tonight, the overnight low 34. And for Tuesday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 67 degrees. Now a few clouds, 31 degrees. We have a south wind at 10 miles per hour with Steve and Ted in the morning. Investigators uncover a big detail in a 1990s murder mystery. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. A 1992 cold case is getting a big break. Authorities in Allen County, Indiana, finally identifying a pregnant woman who was found dead in a basement thanks to forensic genetic genealogy and DNA from the victim's father. Over 30 years after the body was discovered in northeastern Indiana, authorities have ID'd the woman as Tabitha Ann Merlin, who was in her second trimester. Merlin's decomposed body was found wrapped in a blanket by a construction worker in a flooded basement who was working a renovation in Fort Wayne. Authorities were unable to identify the body at the time, but decided in 2016 to try again, exhuming her body the next year to collect DNA samples for analysis. The cause and manner of the death have still not been determined, and the investigation into it continues. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. Friday capped a losing week on Wall Street. Stocks accelerating losses in the final hour of trading with the major averages ending in the red following another hotter than expected update on inflation. A reminder that the Fed's efforts to tackle rising prices isn't over. The producer price index coming in stronger than expected, rising by three-tenths of a percent in January, the biggest move since August. Shares of Nike dropped two percent after the athletic shoe apparel and accessories giant said it's planning to slash nearly 1,700 jobs. The Dow winners, Home Depot, Walmart, and Merck the Dow Decliners, Amgen, Salesforce, and Nike. The Dow falling 145 points. The Nasdaq down 131. S&P 500 down 24. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And markets are closed today for President's Day. KNSS News Time now, 6.50. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning, talking about uh, health care and health care and retirement this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Jad. Well, you know, you've probably heard that it could cost a few hundred thousand dollars to cover a retired couple's health care. Well, as with many things, estimates have gone up. The Employee Benefit Research Institute, the EBRI, believes that it will be uh, up around 8% for this year. If, If that number is correct, the typical U.S. couple will need as much as $413,000 to cover their health care expenses in retirement. That's on average. They break it down further. The EBRI study uh, determined that for uh, a 50% chance of covering health care, 
a 65-year-old man with Medigap Plan G coverage will need about $106,000, and a woman would need about $128,000. The model used by the EBRI does not take into account the cost of dental and vision care, nor does it include long-term care or, or assisted living expenses that are generally not covered by Medigap policies or Medicare. In an effort to bring down costs, many retirees choose zero premium Medicare Advantage plans. Now, the study cites that more than 70% of new enrollees choose Advantage plans. That can bring down total costs, but Advantage plan patients are limited to using physicians and services that are in a network of the insurance company underwriting that policy. And many doctors don't accept Medicare Advantage plans because they feel that they are limited as to how they treat their patients. Insurance companies may pay for limited services, which may preclude someone from getting the service that they need. If you're close to 65, it's time to begin planning. Enroll a medic in Medicare as soon as you are eligible. If you don't, you risk having to pay lifelong delayed enrollment penalties. And if you're still working and covered by an employer's health plan, you may delay enrolling until the company insurance ends. Finding enough income in retirement to pay for the accelerated inflation that comes with health care takes planning. A portion of your investment allocation should be earmarked for health care. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Yep. Everything gets more expensive the older I get. How's, why is that, I wonder? Do you have any explanation on that? Well, it's just the advancement of the uh, of the economy. You yeah. know, it, some inflation is good, you know, because if you if you invest, think about it. If you're investing in companies that that are, are enjoying greater profits, then you're going to enjoy that as well. So it's a it's a two way street. But but it seems that uh, both education and healthcare seem to be things that inflation seems to be accelerated on and yeah, it, yeah. it often is going to profit and to insurance companies and, and that sort of thing. And that's, that's, that's a little, a little frustrating when, when it's your life that's, that's on the line here. Absolutely. Today, of course, is president's day. Uh, it takes yes. place during the, during the birth month of the country's two most prominent presidents. That would be George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. And while the day once only honored George Washington, on his birthday, February 22nd, the day now never lands on a single president's birthday. They just uh, turned it into a three-day holiday and honor all the presidents. All right. So who's your favorite? You got a favorite president out there? Uh, oh, I think the big standout for me is probably Millard Fillmore. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big standout, all right. <laughs> I know nothing about Millard Fillmore. I, I just thought that's kind of a funny name, but... Uh, I don't know. I think he's, yeah, a, no. he's one of the series of about four presidents that served one term, leading up to the Civil War, and they were uh, they were pretty awful. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Do you have a favorite? Well, I go with Lincoln because I've I've read a lot about him. Doris Kearns Goodwin's my favorite uh, history writer. Yeah. She's written about him very, very, very well. Good history. You find out a lot about the the man and the fact that he was. Uh, what I like about him is he governed. He's so smart. He would. He would take his political rivals, as he did. He took his political rivals and stuck them in his own cabinet with him, so that he get a, he could get everybody's viewpoint. And then he yeah. just basically, as, as with Seward, 
he just won him over, and they became friends because he was apparently just a very, very decent man. And uh, yeah, and and he was the guy we had to have at that time during the Civil War. So anyway, well, it, it's hard to find somebody like that today. But I tell you, the Roosevelts did quite a bit, although. <laughs> You know, so many of the social problems that people either love or hate, I think, were FDR's doing. Uh, but Teddy, boy, he was a character, huh? Teddy was one. He is one of my favorites just for the the energy. Uh, yeah. And the the bully bully, we can do this. He's that kind of attitude. I like Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. All right, yeah. sir. Well, thank you, sir. And, and you, uh, I presume you're taking the day off and not working at all, right? I'm not working at all, but I'm going to get a, get a couple sets of tennis in, and uh, and then I've got a lot of work around the house to do. Good I've got for you. Cabinets, cabinets being delivered today for my kitchen, so I'll finally start to get my kitchen back. All so right. I'm looking forward to that. All right, Don. Thanks, sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. 6.56, Steve and Ted, coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. I'm going to tell you about a big jump in gas prices nationwide. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saver Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 